what's up everyone and welcome back to the channel as you guys know i am your host danilo judd and today we are going to be talking about the conjuring number one two and three and if you should watch any of them on a first date but before we get started i'm going to hit you with the snapple fact of the day wheel fact number 460 astronauts actually get taller when they're in space i don't really know how the fuck that's possible i haven't taken a science class in five fucking years neither a math class so you tell me thanks oakland university anyway though guys what's going on here if you guys know anything about me, you know I really enjoy horror. I really do. But I didn't always enjoy horror. I got I was a scaredy cat when I was a kid. I was like piss, not piss the bed scared, but I would be like, Papa, Papa, I can't sleep because I'm scared. And then you'd be like, oh, fuck, you know, and have to come in the bed, you know, and put me back to sleep. Anyway, though, that's not the point of this. The point is, I didn't really like horror until my cousin showed me Insidious, which was by James Wan. And I fell in love with that uh, Insidious franchise, and I fell in love with horror then. And then as I get older, you know, 2013 rolls around, The Conjuring comes out. Boy, did that shit look freaky as fuck. And I didn't see it until I was on like 14, 15 years old, but I saw it, and I loved, 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 loved it. I fell in love with James Wan's filmmaking and everything that man has done besides the fr Saw franchise, because, you know, fuck the Saw franchise. That's not, that's not horror Good idea, but it's just not horror in my opinion. But anyway, though, I'm getting on a major tangent here. As you guys can tell by the title, we're going to be talking about should you watch The Conjuring 1, 2, and or 3 on the first date. And as you guys know, um, 3 just came out, so this is going to be like a quick review of uh, uh, The Conjuring number 3, The Devil Made Me Do It. Before I get started, though, I do want to give a nice shout out to Caleb, who I work with. He listens to this. I don't think he's a big movie guy. He's a car guy, but he does listen to this. So big shout out to you, big guy. Anyway, though, as you guys can tell, I'm pumped to talk about this. I, I love the Conjuring franchise. This is one franchise where I actually give a shit about like what happens to it besides Star Wars. You know, I don't really care about Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter. And, and yeah, you guys might have just turned this off because you're like, how do you not care about that? I just don't. Horror franchise, the Conjuring and Star Wars and the Mighty Ducks. And that's about it. But anyway, though, guys, okay, so we're going to talk about should you watch any of these movies on a first date? Um, we're going to just kind of walk basically through the plot. The first two, we're really going to get in depth of not like big spoilers, obviously, but minor, minor spoilers here and there. You know, they've been out long enough, honestly. So you, if you haven't watched them now, you're probably never going to watch them. But, you know, maybe you're like, yo, do I pop on a horror movie to like, you know, maybe hold hands when the scary part's happening? You know, some bullshit like that. I don't know. I did that on my on one of the first dates I went on with fucking Slenderman. I pretend to be scared or whatever. But anyway, though, that, that's kind of inside baseball. To continue on, should you watch The Conjuring 1 on a first date? The Conjuring 1 was something I deeply fell in love with. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed that movie. It was just the right slice of family and horror. And James Wan in this film did an excellent, excellent job on just bringing, like, really revealing the curtain. Like, slowly, slow, slowly pulling back the curtain. That's what he did. He slowly pulled back the curtain and revealed the horrors that were happening at the Amityville Horror. That, that's what what it's based on, if uh, you guys didn't know that. So, to continue on, though, it, it's obviously, like, about demonic possession. All these movies fucking are. You know, The Nun, Curse of La Llorona, Annabelle. They're all about that. I think the opening, though, was great because it builds a universe already. James Wan did a wonderful job with the opening scene of The Conjuring to really build that universe of... There's we can build a franchise out of this. And I thought that was very special and something that like was really interesting. Well, he's world world building, but just not quite yet. Anyway, to continue on though. 
So the Conjuring one, we can, you know, obviously you guys know the premise of the plot. You know, the mom gets possessed and Ed and Lorraine, and which shit happens in the house first. And Ed and Lorraine go on track down and we slowly get the story on why the mom's being possessed. And that's what I really enjoy about the Conjuring franchise. It's the why. It's not just like some stupid, well, uh, there was a devil that lived here and he, like a brutal, a brutal murder happened. And so that soul is haunting people. No, no, no. It's much darker than this. Like it's Salem witches. It's j- like a fucking nun. It, it's wonderful what the writing does with these movies like it makes them more believable it's not just a stupid fucking demonic possession type movie it's actually good demonic possession movie i know that's an oxymoron right there in itself shout out to you mr davis because i remembered what an oxymoron is anyway though we continue on the conjuring one i would say is for sure a first date movie so there you got your answer for number one is the conjuring one is the conjuring a good first date movie yes it fucking is it has all the right scares in all the right places it knows what it is it has a great story people love the chemistry between ed and lorraine warren in this film now we're going to talk about the conjuring 2 is that a first date movie the conjuring 2 was not my favorite because in between those times since i was on a real horror high i that's an alliterate in alliteration i watched the exorcist or the exorcism i don't the fucking old one where everyone says it's nothing no horror movie will ever beat that to this day i still don't think a horror movie beats that um but i will say i i loved it oh my god if you if you guys haven't seen that please go see that no that is not a first date movie but go see that just anyway if you're into horror and have not gotten a chance to see it the exorcism or the exorcist i think it was the exorcist was fantastic and so then the Conjuring 2 comes out and I'm like, oh, I have to see this. But I didn't see it in theater um, at that time. It was rated R and, you know, I wasn't of age yet to go see an R-rated movie. But anyway, though, Conjuring 2 had a lot, a lot, a lot of beats of The Exorcism, of The Exorcist. It had a lot of beats to it. You know, it's the children that's being possessed and then the mom gets frightened by it. And so she has to call, you know, the Warrens up that shit. I don't really recommend The Conjuring 2 as a first date movie because I think if you, well, if you're already invested, I would say yes, go for it. If you love the first one, watch the second one. But if you like, let's say one of them's on a streaming service and you're just f- fucking around and you're like, I'll watch this for and while me and my girl or me and my, uh, I don't know, girlfriend are hanging out or whatever, or my date, you know, I, I don't know. You know if, you, if you're Netflix and chilling to it, you know, they just put, put it blatantly. I would not recommend this movie because I think at the end, does it have its scares? Yeah, for sure, man. It does. We're introduced to the fucking nun, which the buildup that that was amazing. The nun movie was trash, but you know, you're not going to hit a home run with every fucking movie. Like I said in my Snapchat thing. Anyway, they'll keep continue on. The Conjuring 2 is not the best film. It kind of, at the end of the day, it leaves you with like, oh, that really wasn't that original, and that really wasn't, like, worthy of my time, and it kind of just seems silly at points. I do want a Crooked Man, though, story, so Warner Bros., if you're listening, I will direct that and write a good script for that. So Conjuring 2, I don't recommend for a good date. We got Conjuring 1, good first date. Conjuring 2, not a good first date, but if you already invested in the first one with your girl, watch the second one, because now we're getting into The Conjuring 3, which is basically a movie review about the conjuring thing because i just saw it i just got out of the theater and boy oh boy first of all let's talk about the movie before i recommend if it's a good first date or not so let's talk about the conjuring three for this we're going to talk about like you know what i like about the film you know because we're going to talk about the film stuff because obviously this is what i do i'm going to talk about what i like about the film what i really don't like about the film and there will be some spoilers like plot spoilers but they won't be like oh shit you know like wow i will want i do want to say for starters though 
This film is available on HBO Max, so if you guys don't want to go to a theater and see this, um, you can just HBO Max it if you have that. Wait another month, and it's $9.99 um, instead of $14.99 or $13.99. I don't know what the fucking price is. But anyway, though, I went to go see it at a theater I, um, because, as you guys know, I love the theater experience. So anyway, though, let's get right into The Conjuring 3, The Devil Made Me Do It. This movie has, in my opinion, the best opening out of all three of The Conjuring's the best fucking opening like like it tells you like yeah you're in for a fucking ride with this one like this the, like as Scorsese said this is a an amusement park movie like you're going there to have a good fucking time because that's what that's what ultimately it is and at the end of the day it's a good fucking time at the theater or if you're watching it at home best opening scene in all the Conjuring movies hands down another thing I like about it is the callbacks you are rewarded for watching the first one and two Conjuring movies if you didn't see them, you're not, you're still rewarded because obviously you hear it and you're going to like see things. But if you've seen one and two and some other of the Conjuring movies, you will be thoroughly, thoroughly rewarded for seeing that with callbacks and Easter eggs. So that's always nice. But yeah, so to get into a bit of the plot, as we know, this is a murder case trial. Um, our boy here, who's the main character, Arnie, um, he fucking kills someone. And you think that happens relatively fast in the movie, but it's like 20 minutes in, which I actually really enjoy because I'm like, okay, we're getting a nice exposition. We're not rushing to get to the killing that we all want to see, but so but we're giving some time to breathe. So I think that's actually really, really nice. So we continue on with that. He does kill someone. And so the now we're going to the courts because the court is like, okay, how are we, how, uh, you know, he was, uh, Ed and Lorraine say he was possessed by a fucking demon. However, though, the courts don't really believe that, you know, it's the fucking court system. They don't believe when someone just gets shot 20 times. Ed and Lorraine are trying to gather evidence saying, yes, he was. They're basically doing the DA's. They're basically doing the prosecutor's job because the prosecutor's a prosecutor. He's, she's not a fucking demon hunter. So Ed and Lorraine are discovering more and more about the case. So it's kind of like, like, again, they, this isn't by James Wan, though. That's the director of The Curse of La Llorona, which is another Conjuring movie. But anyway, though, the director is slowly revealing the curtain to us just like you would, just like a detective ward or a, a mystery type film, which I thought that was great because, you know, you're on like five movies now, which have, oh, I'm possessed by a demon. Oh, exorcism. Oh, you know, repel power of Christ, you know, shit like that. It gets old after the fifth movie, so you have to reinvent it. And they did. They reinvented it with this awesome new take of okay, we're going to hold our scares for only when we need them to and not just have shit popping out. But we're also going to keep a lot of that in. However, we're also going to do some investigation, um, discovery. Like, we're not, it's not a fucking National Geographic channel, but, you know, we're going to do, like, a, a, a thriller crime. A crime horror thriller, basically, is what it is. So, Ed and Lorraine are collecting evidence saying, like, yes, demons exist. And they're trying to get more and more information on why this demon attacked and made Arnie kill kill someone and they find out that it was by a, or a, a satanist what the fuck but anyway though you gotta applaud the director and the storyteller which was james wan to say like okay we have to reinvent the will and they reinvented it very very good um it doesn't drag in parts which is very nice it goes it right after the first 20 minutes when he makes a kill it goes it's like it goes fucking fast you know like, you don't really know you're sitting there for two hours, two and a half hours, an hour and a half. It's like a one and done. You're, you know, it's like a, it's pretty fast. It's moving. So that's great. And then also, Ed and Lorraine Warren's chemistry is fantastic. 
I love how we're focusing more on them instead of the other side because in the last two we were more focused on the other family where in this one we are way 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 more focused on ed and lorraine which is incredibly incredibly nice one thing that i found very cool was there were uh, a shout out to the exorcism as i mentioned before the exorcist whatever it's called and also the shining um you'll notice it at the very end of the film and one at the very beginning i won't tell you which one was which but you will notice it i think there was a, there was a twist in this at the at the end kind of um a bit of unpredictability but you know that's fine. I I was there for it. I thought it was a fine twist. I, I don't think it was that believable though. So I think it was a good twist, just not believable where a bit of a, maybe an extra 10 minutes could have maybe helped it. But who knows? It did kind of come together in a nice Hollywood sense at the end. So I, I really wasn't a fan of that. Uh, Lorraine Warren's character in this, um, she's really the standout of it, obviously, um, because our boy, Mr. Warren is on a bit of a back burner with this, with this, um, with this movie because uh, something happened in the beginning but i don't want to get into that but anyway though i really enjoyed it as you guys can tell there was there's hardly anything i really don't like about the film um like i said it, it was just ending upset me because it was it was just typical fucking hollywood ending and that upset me but what can you do you know it's at the end of the world let me just say now if you guys should watch that on first date i i think yes i think if you've seen the conjuring one and you've seen The Conjuring 2. This is for sure a must-watch, obviously. If you haven't seen either of The Conjuring and you just want to see a nice, scary movie that wasn't a quiet place, then yes, this for sure is your film. And it's, this is a good first date movie? Yes, it is. There are times in this movie where you will jump your date or you will jump, and that can just even be a chance to be like, yo, grab the hand, you know, be like, be like slick out there. I, I, I enjoyed this film and I think a lot of you guys really will too. Like I said, it's on HBO Max if you want to watch it. Like I said, it's $14.99 right now, but it's going down with 10 to $10.99 like a month or two, but that will have commercials. It should still be on there. But anyway though, guys, this for sure, all three of these movies are must watch films in my opinion. If you're a horror fan, these are for sure must watch. And in my opinion, The Conjuring 3 is better than John Krasinski's A Quiet Place too. Don't come at me, Office fans. I'm a big, I'm a big Office guy because I do feel God in this chilies tonight. Maybe not like astronauts who are in space getting taller. Anyway, though, guys, that's the end of the review. And the, should you watch any of these movies on a first date, please let me know what you think of this episode at Twitter and at Instagram. You can hit me up on the socials, Danilo Judd, D-A-N-I-L-O-J-U-D-D, one on Instagram and D-A-N-I-L-O-J-U-D-D on Twitter. Just my name, basically. And clearly, I feel like you guys have already followed me there if you're listening to this because that's where I only post about it. So, yeah, be sure to check it out there. Anyway, though, guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for coming over from YouTube. If you have, if you're new to the channel, please hit that subscribe button or that follow button, whatever platform you're listening on, Spotify, Apple, Google Play, Anchor even, you know, just hit that subscribe button. Uh, I do upload every now and then. I'm mainly now on Galaxy of Film podcast, so be sure to check that out as well. Me and my buddy Max... We were co-hosts on it, and we shoot the shit. And we also talk about new movies, and that's where my reviews are basically going to come now. Anyway, though, guys, thanks for listening. Have a, have a good day. Go back to the theater if you can and see this movie. It's a great theater experience. It's a fun movie experience, and it's a good first date movie experience. Thank you for following. Thank you for supporting, as always. I have spoken, and peace out.